Okay. Hello, internets. Welcome to the Trivia Brothers Podcast. I am Brian. And I am Matt. And uh, and we're brothers. We're brothers. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and we like trivia. So this is our first podcast. We are going to be... You may have guessed that from the dead giveaway in the name Trivia Brothers. That, we're br- that we may be brothers that like trivia. Yes, I, th- I think that's what that can be concluded. <laughs> and we're going to be talking about trivia, specifically uh, the great Midwestern trivia contest. And for you that don't know what that is, we'll be talking about that um, and a little bit. So the history behind trivia, sort of how long we've been playing. Um, we've been playing. This is going to be my 13th year of, on the great wow. Midwestern trivia contest. I think this will be my ninth or 10th year. I can't remember exactly. I could go back and look. Yeah, and so we we play on the Iowans, uh, the one-time champion Iowans. We've only been playing, I think it's over 30 years now. Um, yeah. And we won it once. That was fun. That was great. <laughs> I would love to lament on that. If we could just do a whole episode talking about how great we were that oh, year. Oh, so... That one year. Yeah, 2010, <laughs> I believe it was. So we'll be... when in, <laughs> future episodes we're going to be going through the different years of trivia we'll probably jump around a little bit and we'll be talking with like past uh, grandmasters and just talk about how the competition has been different throughout the years so we'll they call them headmasters now. oh yeah they're they're i don't know well <laughs> yeah i don't know about that, that that's a to- that's another topic for us to discuss here <laughs> and that's a whole that's a whole thing so <laughs> <laughs> Well, so, uh, yeah, so we won it once. So uh, the team has been playing for, uh, like I said, 30-plus years, I think. I don't know the exact number. Uh, but it's just started from our Uncle Kevin, who uh, graduated from Drake University. And uh, he called up some of his buddies because he moved up to Appleton. And there was this trivia competition. And his buddies came and they played. And they ended up not finishing and playing basketball towards the end. And now they're more, I can't picture any of those guys playing basketball for the record. <laughs> yeah. Sorry to all those people that are listening. You're, I'm sure you're very okay. Basketball players, uh, <laughs> but now we're very serious tribute players. As long as I've been playing, we've been very serious. I think you could say that serious, but yeah, yeah, it's sort of our, our homecoming where everyone just kind of comes back and his friends from Drake who went on to do awesome things, um, our other cousins all get together. I know this is like a time we only see these people like once a year. So, Well, yeah, and we have people, and I'm guessing there's other teams out there that are the same way. We have people that come up from Florida, people that come out from California, obviously Iowa. Um, Texas. So, I mean, it's kind of a Texas. Yeah, we kind of we kind of spread out there a little bit. So we're, we're the Iowans, yeah. and the majority of the team is not from Iowa. <laughs> right. I mean, and we're not from Iowa. We we just play no. on the Iowans. So yeah, we're honorary Iowans one week in the yeah, year. Yeah, and for everyone that has names that change every year, stop. Get get a name and stick <laughs> with it because no one knows who you are if you change your name every single year. Like, put a nice spin on it. Yeah, but use some base of the name Even, I mean, and then just play around with yeah, it. Yeah, like Holy Broman. I know it changes their name. Um, I mean, too much trivia in the pants. I mean, why would you even want to change no. that name? It's, it's, it's just fantastic the way it is. Yeah. A Skull Squadron, it's illegal for them to ever change their Skull name. Skull Squadron. My, they, they were they were good at one point. They just kind of fell off the map. I wonder what happened to them. 
Oh, we're gonna start getting hate mail from Skull Squad. I, I, we just gave him some love. We're just like we did, we, we want you guys back. We never get to see old Skull Squadron as much as we used to. I think they. I know they took a second at least one year. I don't know. We'll go back and look at that. But yeah, I mean, we haven't even we're we're rambling about this, and we haven't even talked about what the Great Midwestern Trivia Contest is. Oh yeah, that's probably something we should cover <laughs> for those of the people that are listening that are like. I tuned in because I wanted to hear about trivia, and I don't know what these idiots are rambling yeah, about. Yeah, these, these, these guys are just freaking babbling about nothing here. Well, so this is, takes place at Lawrence University, um, which is in Appleton, Wisconsin, and has been around a long time. So uh, this year is going to be Trivia 54, so uh, one year older than the Super Bowl for all you football fans. So... What it is, is the last full weekend in January for 50 straight hours, there is just questions answered over on the air because WFLM is now um, just internet only. Um, so questions are answered, asked, and you have three minutes to answer. Call your, call your answers in. You have an unlimited amount of guesses as much as you get in. If you get it right, you get five points for standard questions, and it's just a 50 hour marathon. It's just, it's incredible. Yeah. I mean, uh, m- many bad decisions were made along the years of trying to stay up <laughs> the entire thing. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I don't think I've, I've tried it many times and gotten very close and I just hit the wall. Right. Yeah. There's a, there's a point where you start like seeing things that aren't there. Yeah. <laughs> I've definitely had that. So, <laughs> well, so here's some, some of the, the, the history about the first trivia contest. So, and this is from, uh, the, the WFLM blog for the Great Mid- Great Midwestern Trivia Contest. So the first trivia contest billed as a response to a now defunct Lawrence event known as Encampment was held on April 29, 1966. That's a long time ago. Uh, so students listened into the WFLM uh, AM were invited to call in that weekend to answer trivia questions in between songs. More than 10,000 calls are made to the station. So J.B. DeRossett, or DeRossett, I'm sorry, I don't know how to pronounce your name, uh, was the first uh, trivia master uh, that kind of concocted this whole thing, wrote all the questions himself, and asked these um, throughout the years. And, yeah, so every single year there's a different grandmaster slash headmaster that leads all the other trivia masters that think up of all these crazy questions. Um, so, I mean, over the years, uh, numerous publications have written about trivia, including Playboy, Insight, and most of the newspapers in Wisconsin. Um, the year that we hit 50, it was in USA Today, uh, the I can't, I can't remember all the different ones, but USA Today specifically because it came to our trivia headquarters and interviewed us, not us, but interviewed the Iowans. That was pretty cool. Yeah, that was awesome. Uh, I don't, th- it, they came later on in the contest. So I think half of us weren't really aware of what was going on. So, yeah, well, I thought I was pretty aware. Anyway, anyways, they mentioned our mustaches in, uh, in the article because we all grow mustaches <laughs> for trivia and they, they made mention of us. So our mustaches, have been talked about at great length in USA Today. Oh, yeah. And now it's become tradition. You can't go to trivia without a mustache. It's kind of a rule. Yeah. I mean, not really a rule, because only about half of us do it. But. <laughs> <laughs> well, our, our cousin, Philip, who is probably listening or will be listening at one point, just can't grow a mustache. He's been growing one Please. for over 35 years and still nothing. So, Yeah, exactly. He 
he shaved about 30 years ago, and, you know, it's the last time he needed to, so. Yeah, well, <laughs> a little bit more on the format, too, so um, anyone can play because it's over the internet. You don't have to be in the Appleton area because um, I know Broman plays out of Madison. Uh, people play from all over, so people can play by themselves if they prefer. Most people find it more enjoyable to play as a team. I mean, play as a team. Who wants to play by themselves? I mean, if you have to, you have to, but it's going to be way more fun. I feel like they'd be pretty difficult. Yeah, I know. Like, I know just the format of it. It would be hard to do just by yourself. Yeah, I know Ridley's dad, the square root of evil. He plays by himself. He's pretty good too. Yeah, being by yourself. Oh my goodness. Yeah, we tried recruiting him, but to to no such luck. Uh, so teams are divided into on campus and off campus teams. So it did. This didn't start off. The first trivia competition was just on campus uh, through Lawrence, but it is on campus and off campus because we are off campus and scored in separate brackets. So on campus competes against on campus off campus competes against off campus uh, as both groups are not always asked the same questions. So on campus groups have, uh, have played all over campus and it can be dorm residents, student organizations. I know like in the early days they were definitely split up like that. Um, and, People off campus, they play around the world. There's people playing in Japan. I know, I think it was England last year someone is playing. Uh, but, yeah, most, most teams are in the Fox Valley. So, yeah. yeah. Uh, and then it starts at, like I said, it starts at Friday. So this year it is January 25th at 10 o'clock and 37 seconds, if anyone wants to get really specific, p.m. Um, and that's Central Standard Time, and that's pretty loose. I want to say that's never. I don't. I don't feel like we are ever just right on the money with that. Yeah, I don't think so. But I mean, it's just cool to say. Yeah, and it, and it goes <laughs> till about midnight on Sunday on the following Sunday. So it's it's a marathon, um, and teams can call and they answer their question. Like I said, they read it on there. You get uh, three minutes, and on each phone call that you get through, you get three guesses. So you don't just get one guess. Um, you you can jam the lines, just throw out random things while your team's looking for answers. And so if you get it right, you give the the phone answer, your your team number, your team name, and and then you wait for the next question. Yeah. I mean, technically, you did bring up something there that's technically not true. You technically can't jam the lines. Well, not necessarily jam the lines, but, I mean, we have people on our team that are, like, phone people. So they'll just hit dial right away and just start talking nonsense. Guessing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You'd be surprised how often. I mean, it doesn't happen often, but every now and then you just get one right because you guessed it. Yeah. Rob, shout out to Rob. He's, I mean, we always joke, put him in a room and a phone and don't even tell him what the question is and he'll probably get some right. Yeah. I mean, one of these days, <laughs> one of these days he's going to be right with his guess about Ryan Seacrest. I mean, I think that's his guess about 50% of the time. I, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Trivia Masters, make, make something up about Ryan Seacrest and we'll get it. So, so in addition to these just regular questions that are asked, there are action questions, which... Um, up until like I want to say like five years ago, these were only for on, excuse me on campus teams, but they've been asking us those questions too. Like um, on here, it has compose a love song or gather the most human hair, which would I don't remember that one, but that sounds incredible. Uh, <laughs> I don't recall that one either, but that's... I know like last year there was like one where we made masks and. Um, we made a walk and talk like from the West Wing, and then you send them in. And, oh yeah! And it's cool to see other teams that other teams kind of come up with, and then those points vary on obviously how well you put this together and what the trivia masters think of it. Yeah. 
I think you always get bonus points for uh, humor and creativity. Yes. Yes, absolutely. So Sunday night, so this is probably one of my, if not my most favorite thing about uh, the Great Midwestern Trivia Contest are the Garudas. So the Garudas are um, the more difficult questions. So these are questions that um, cannot be just guessed. Uh, they're usually extremely difficult um, and are worth much, much more points. So this, they go for more than three minutes, and it's varied every single year how much they're worth, how much time you get. But they are the extremely, extremely difficult questions, and it's always fun because this is when I get to call people at ridiculous times of the night and <laughs> wake them up because they wrote on a blog one time or they reviewed something on Amazon and we find them. Um <laughs> And I, or someone <laughs> someone's read a book called Joram's Feast, uh, and we're like, oh. "Hey, what's this book about?" Yeah, <laughs> I think I think that's a fun one. I think we got to talk about that one. We will at some point for sure. Well, why don't we do it? Why don't we do it now? We can do that right now. So so Garuda's. So the question was um, about a book called Joram's Feast, which at the time was written by Trivia Master Joram. Shout out to Trivia Master Joram. Um, it was a question about um, what did one of the characters bring it to the feast? Um, and so there was only, this book is extremely rare, of course, written in like 1966. So there's one review on Amazon, and I don't want to give away all of our secrets, but basically yeah. we found this person in a very specific way, um, and it turns out she ran a, a bed and breakfast in San Francisco, <laughs> and we kind of said to ourselves, like, um, bed and breakfast, that's your house. You live there. So, of course, she was home. Um, so <laughs> we call her. I remember, I remember, I can't remember who exactly was calling, but the person answered and said, you know, whatever bed and breakfast. And we say, Hey, and it's always like the most fun thing to describe why you're calling someone at a ridiculous time of night. Like, don't hang up. This isn't a joke. I'm playing a trivia contest in Appleton, Wisconsin, and you might know the answer. You know, it's always the most fun thing to describe. Can you imagine me on the other end of that phone call? You're just going about your day and somebody's like, Hey, you may or may not remember writing such and such stupid review. Yeah. So, the per the person that answered wasn't the person that we needed, and they described it, and they said, "What is this for?" And the person said, "This is for a trivia contest." And <laughs> the person goes, "Okay, I'll go wake her up." <laughs> and of course, we're all collectively just like dying with laughter because this is so hilarious. The person says that we get her on the phone and we ask her about this book, Joram's Feast, and she's the most polite woman of all time, saying, "Oh, I love that book. I used to read it to my kids. I know that book backward and forward." And then we asked her the question, and she goes, yeah, she brings her son or baby, whatever it was. The she baby, bring, yeah. yeah. she brings her baby to the feast, and she starts talking in detail about it. And, of course, we call it in, and they say, that is incorrect. And we go, we have a woman on the phone who <laughs> says she knows this book very, very closely. And they got Cherry Master Dorm involved, and he said, we need the exact direct quote, right. which Ugh. by this time, we're already right out of time. Yeah, well well past the time limit. I, I don't think it was well past, but I think it was right up against it, because yeah. I think we got like five or ten minutes, <sighs> and we, we found that pretty quickly, but of course, someone had to go wake this woman up, so... Right. <laughs> But that doesn't the end of the story, my friends. So no. so Kelly, who um, I think is still going to school at uh, at Berkeley. Um, so this was in San Francisco. So he drove out there, 
met this woman and had uh, cookies and uh, was it cookies and tea or cookies and I don't remember. He had some kind of meal. Yeah. Yeah, And actually read the book. So she had the book. um, And so met with her, had cookies, had her picture taken with her. I mean, that's, that's about as cool of a Garuda (laughs) story as you can get. Yeah. And, that, and see, that's the things like that are what make, in my opinion, the Midwest Trivia Contest so cool. Like, I mean, you would never, ever think of something like that. He would have never met this woman or gone out of his way to just explore like that if it weren't for this contest. Yeah, and I, I think that you got to kind of feel kind of cool and special that, at least I would feel pretty cool and special if someone's waking me up in the middle of the night saying, hey, you wrote a Amazon review about something that we're having a question about in a trivia contest. <laughs> Well, we'll we'll share plenty of stories like that. I think when we oh, yeah. we start hitting the years where I was playing, I have many of stories because I have <laughs> absolutely zero fear calling someone and waking them up. So yeah, and I'm just the opposite. I'm like I I want to see this and hear this, but I don't want to be the <laughs> jerk. Which brings us to the final thing here. So the trivia masters are the ones who write these questions. So the the, the grandmaster slash headmaster is handed off each year. So every year, Eugene Senior is the headmaster, um, now known as the headmaster, and they pass the torch on to usually someone that's a junior. Then that person is the headmaster for uh, this year. So this year's headmaster is Miranda Salzar who is actually going to be on this podcast a little bit later. We're going to be interviewing her. So stay tuned for that. So, so um, she uh, has the returning trivia masters and then she, they have a competition, well, not a competition, but a um, auditions to bring new trivia masters in. So people that are fresh to this. So uh, they got a pretty new cast of people here. There's only three returning trivia masters not including Miranda so there are quite a few fresh faces so that 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 may be good or bad depending on how you look at things right I mean that's that's the interesting thing about trivia I mean like it's kind of a living breathing thing what maybe happened last year could be completely different and I mean even four years removed there's a whole new batch of people so trivia kind of just morphs a little bit right maybe maybe we'll get less rotten tomato questions well <laughs> yeah the the uh i wrote this question two seconds ago question which will oh my god we'll, we'll talk a little bit more about trivia master leo a little bit later <laughs> so he's one of those that you're like you love him but at the same time you're like yeah he's he's hilarious and i'm sure i enjoy put, hanging put out with some him, effort man yeah a little, a little bit more of an effort you got you got an a for personality in f for effort so <laughs> so as i was saying the headmaster miranda salazar miranda what up uh also ever turning this year is laney harrison uh sophia peniman uh and cole foster i remember cole i'm sorry i don't remember the other ones and then yeah i don't know if i can recall them either well, yeah, and and yeah, and Cole is the only one that is returning that is not graduating this year. So one would assume oh that he's so one would assume that he's going to be the next headmaster. But I guess that that's that's just a random guess, right? Uh, and that's not really our job to deduct, right? Well, no. we always do try to figure out. Yeah, and know? I haven't been wrong. 
Because like, ever? well, not ever, but like when I start, when I've have been paying more attention to who's been, who like when John got picked, I guess that Ridley was gonna get it. Then I fig- then I guess last year that Jenny was, or two years ago, I guess that Jenny was gonna get it. I guess last year I didn't make a guess, so I've only been right twice. <laughs> <laughs> I've never been wrong. The two times that I get <laughs> I'm batting a thousand. So the others are uh, graduating in nineteen are Hannah, Emma. Uh, Ali or Ollie, I'm sorry. Um, and then graduating in 2020, Max, Alex, Cole, Allegra, 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 I think so. Claire, and then in 2021, oh, Orion and Grace. So yeah, that's cool. Yeah, I, I didn't, you know, to be honest, I didn't even really look to see who the incoming trivia masters were when they not were were they announced just. Recently, I just no, no, it was a little bit ago. Oh well, shows how good I was at paying attention. Yeah, well, <laughs> they they've been announcing not announcing, but they've been showing a little personality for these trivia masters on Instagram, which I think are pretty hilarious. If you're not connected with them on Instagram, I think it's would be good for you to do that because here's trivia master Cole. So trivia master Cole Foster is a combination of Chris Traeger and a cave troll. Known as a general menace to the Lawrence community, TM Cole is incredibly excited to test and possibly torment those who participate in Trivia 54. He has, in truth, trained 54 live armadillos in preparation for trivia <laughs> and is now buried in credit card debt. Trivia loves you. I mean, that's that's fantastic. That, that is literally my favorite thing I've ever heard. Literally? Uh, I don't know. Literally. Well, you well, said Chris Traeger, right? Yeah. I don't know who that is. But it's Parks and Rec, man. Oh. Oh. It's Rob Lowe. Oh, it's Rob. Okay, that's why you said it like that. Yeah, okay. Yeah. That's cool. Come on. That's cool, I guess. (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) Well, so those are our trivia masters. So they are the ones writing the questions this year. And, yeah, Mm -hmm. I am excited to see what they come up with. So they're they're the ones that are going to bring us the... uh, Joy and frustration over the 50-hour contest. Yes. And uh, I think we kind of we touched on this a little bit. So trivia morphs every year, right? You get different trivia masters every four years or even every three years usually. You have a whole new batch usually or four, whatever. So um, the, the numbers have been shrinking a bit with the number of teams playing, the number of t- people totally playing, and the number of people at the award ceremony, which takes place on the um, – Sunday night, Monday morning, I guess you would call it. So the award ceremony takes place at Lawrence. Um, so obviously, if you're not in the area, you get, you miss this part. But everyone kind of gathers um, on, on the campus, and it's always just fun just to see the people there. And I remember when I first started playing, there had to be a couple hundred people there. Uh, last year, we went, and I think there's maybe like 30. Yeah. I mean, part of that, like our team... I think you and I were the only two that went. Yeah, there's, so, I mean, there's most partly to blame. Most of the off-campus teams only really show up if they've won, which, which I, don't, I think. Which I, I think that kind of sucks. I think that does that kind of suck. Like I know it's super late, but show up. It's it's fun. That can be to me. That sometimes is the most entertaining part of trivia. You get to have that camaraderie with other teams. Yeah, everybody does something ridiculous. I mean, I remember the year we won. We dressed uh, our cousin Nick up. Well, not really dressed him up. He was literally wearing his underwear and the Iowan flag. Yeah, I mean, with hashtag nerd weasel written across his chest. 
Right. I mean, and every team does something crazy, in my opinion, that's funny and crazy, comes out with yeah. some weird chance or so something. So if you're an off-campus team and not coming to the show ceremony, up. if you didn't place in the top three, what are you doing? Come on, show up, have some fun. Yeah, don't you want to see who wins the human hair or whatever they end up winning? Yeah, or they light a piano on fire, then pee it out. I mean, who doesn't, who wants, how would you want to miss <laughs> so you something that. like that? Well, if I miss something like that, I would be very frustrated. You know, I mean, the Trivia Masters could even incentivize coming because I know recently <laughs> they've been saying what they've been giving out as, as, as prizes, but if they don't and they ask questions about it the next year, I think that can yeah. incentivize people to start showing up. <laughs> yeah. Well, absolutely. Yeah, so, I mean, that's kind of on the Trivia Masters if you're listening. I think that'd be a pretty cool uh, idea to get people to show up. Because, like, like Brian said, when we were younger, I mean, that place was packed. Yeah, I mean, there's there's more people, I think, that showed up for just Bucky's than the entire <laughs> was showing right. up now. <laughs> I remember yeah. when Bucky showed up. That had to be 50-some people all dressed in wacky clothing and just being crazy. Yeah. Oh, yeah, good times, good times. Yeah, so Trivia Masters incentivize that. I don't know. H- ask questions about it this year and then be like, say, it's talk talk to the teams early about show up, show up. It is fun. Yeah, make trivia great again. Make trivia great again. That's right. Wasn't there trivia Trump last year, like on Twitter? Yes. I think there was something like that. There was a trivia Trump, and he was funny. <laughs> he didn't get enough love. Yeah. Yeah, people people are offended. Talking yeah, talking well. about great things about trivia. Let's talk about last year. So, <laughs> so last year, last year the winner on campus was uh, the team Cult of the Pink Shoes, which was they were a lot of fun at the award ceremony. Uh, team WLFM, it's our station, so we won, took second, and Team Three was Nibbles of Knowledge. Um, yeah, there was a huge variance between. I mean. Pink Shoes had 1,117 points, and then third place was 980. That's a pretty wide gap. Yeah, so I, if shoes. I remember correctly, it seemed like every single question were like, these Pink Shoes people, are they're getting everything. I think there's a lot of times where there was a shutout on campus, team too, because first place yeah. off campus was Holy Broman, uh, a couple years in a row now that they've won. Um, their full name was Holy Broman Lone Star Republic Presents Cardboard Davy Crockett Remembers the Alamo with <laughs> 1,305 points. Um, team, get a load of that sandwich, get a load of it, get a load of that sandwich, that sandwich, look at that sandwich, look at it, get a load of that sandwich, get a load of it, look at that sandwich, look at it, woo, woo hoo woo, woo, yeah, woo, woo hoo hoo with 1,285 points, <laughs> and, <laughs> and team Kyle Luigi with 100, 100, sorry, 1,185 points. So yeah, Kyle Luigi, like, they were, they came out of nowhere, right, and like, Ended up being one of the funniest teams in recent memory. Yeah, and well, they took second place last year. Their yeah. their Kai, their Caillou catastrophe, and a bunch of stuff after that that you can't repeat. So, well, that we're not going to repeat. Yeah, so, well. <laughs> <laughs> so last year had a master Jenny Hanrahan. What up, Jenny? Uh, number of questions is three hundred twenty nine. So three hundred twenty nine. I was looking at that recently, and I thought that seems low. So the year before that, three hundred sixty. Year before that, three fifty seven. But if you jump back a little bit further, um, like in twenty thirteen, four hundred and five. Uh, um, 
So I feel like this fluctuates a lot, but I think yeah. that I think la- I think last year, if I'm not mistaken, there were a, a bunch of questions thrown out. Were there not? I wonder. I would assume that they don't count those. Um, there yeah, were a know. couple, but towards, I feel like there's more than normal. For, but also. You could tell that they're running out of questions, and I think this is every year you kind of feel that they're killing time. Uh, like Sunday night, you could feel them killing time. And yeah. <laughs> I, uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I feel that that shouldn't happen. Yeah. But it is what it is. Um, and the Super Gruda, which is the hardest question, this one is actually worth 200 points last year. So the question was, in the Tanzanian city, whose name is an anagram for uh, salad smear, there is an intersection of two roads near the embassy of the Kingdom of Morocco. One road shares the name with the former Supreme Chief of the Gogo. Gago, I don't know. And uh, I... This is a typo. And A, the other road, is named for a Tanzanian sultan whose skull's return is discussed in a 1919 treaty of Versailles. Versailles, is that right? No, sure. Treaty of Versailles. I think that's where World War One ended. Um, on the wall in front <laughs> of the intersection, there are three large, legibly scrawled words in English. What are they? So that is not a normal question that is asked. That is the absolute hardest possible question that is asked. So if you heard that question, you're like, I'm not playing trivia because that was ridiculous. That's the hardest question. So the, the answer was the Jungle Bob. That's right. The Jungle Bob. <laughs> And that was written by uh, Headmaster Miranda uh, because she, well, at least she worked at that embassy. Her parents worked at at the embassy, at the American embassy in Tanzania. And when she drove by, she saw it and then thought it was funny. And (laughs) and it is funny. Yeah, absolutely. So now I don't know about you, but whenever I'm out, like, on vacation or something, I just see something (laughs) random. I'm always taking, like, a picture on my phone just hoping that it might be a Garuda at some yeah. point, because you just never know. And, and I'm sure it will never be a question, but you just, you do, you never know. You never know. Like, I, I was in Guatemala a few years ago, and we were in some kind of church or something, and there was something written on the wall, I can't remember what it was off the top of my head right now, but I'm in this church, and I'm taking pictures, and all these other people are, like, trying to worship and whatnot, and I'm trying to get tr- clues for trivia. <laughs> You just don't know, and I I feel like that sometimes that I think the best Garudas are ones that you can sink your teeth into a little bit, but it's still so far out there that it's going to be incredibly rare for someone to get it. Yeah. Because I I feel like the what's in my pocket isn't very fun. I think I feel that there has to be a certain level of... um, Like, that's just wasting time. Yeah. In my opinion. Yeah. It, that takes the fun out of it. Yeah, you, you gotta say like you gotta last sink your year. Teeth. I think last year's was a perfect Garuda. Yeah, because I mean, if you really were able to go through some stuff, I mean, there's ways to find it. It's very, very hard, yeah. but you could have found it. I know people were calling <laughs> the American Embassy, and I know that Miranda told the people there not to tell us the answer, which. I don't know how I feel about that. It is what it is. Um, but <laughs> I know yeah. we were messaging the hotels around there trying to get <laughs> someone to answer because in my opinion, I feel like that was one of the more gettable ones because it was daytime in Tanzania. 
Yeah, right. So we're not waking anybody up. Yeah. They're, they're up. Yeah, they're awake and they're around. So I feel like a lot of the other times, like, you know, they ask about a museum and it's like two o'clock in the morning where this museum is. So it's like, you know, you're not going to get someone that's actually can actually see it and look at it. Right. So I thought I thought all the Gerudas last year were very well, very well written and good. Which also, which also brings us to uh, the mini Garuda hour, or whatever you want to call it, Garuda hour that wasn't that was in earlier on Sunday. I liked it a lot, and I always thought that that would be a good idea to use the Garudas that you're not going to use during Garuda hour in a different hour. Maybe not give as many much points, but daytime Garuda time I thought was a lot of fun. Yeah, you know. I'll- in preparation for this, I, we talked about that a little, and I, I hadn't really even really remembered doing the mini Garuda Hour, to be honest. I do like that idea. Were you awake? I don't know if I was or not. <laughs> <laughs> because we did get two of the mini Garudas. Um, one, I know Kyle Luigi also got, was about a trash bin in Paris, I believe. The answer is Meat Spoon. Um, and I honestly don't remember what the other mini Garuda was. I mean, we have the notes to go back and look at that. Um, but I remember we were not that, I remember there being multiples getting that, which I don't know. I feel is a little surprising, but, um, that's probably why they're mini Garudas and not, I I guess. But I remember when we got meat spoon, they were like, that was so close to being a real Garuda. Like a full-on Garuda, so right. I'm sure I'm sure they're shaking their boots a little bit. The trivia masters do when people are getting these questions. Or I imagine if you're the one that wrote the Garuda, you're just on like pins and needles the entire time. One of those is being read. Well, and it's, I mean, it's getting increasingly harder, right, to write these questions just with the advancement every year in technology and yeah. ways to find things. Uh, which I think makes it fun. Yeah. Um, yeah. But it's also all the different ways yeah. you can attack it. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Well, and so we talked a little bit about it, action questions. I like that we're involved with action questions. So this used to be just an on-campus thing. So they would say, this question is for off-campus only, which meant that on-campus is getting their action question. And that meant that when they were talking about the action question, off-campus team just sat around and did nothing for a while as they talked about it. So I really liked being involved with this. Um, Sometimes last year I felt... I don't know. I felt like the what points were being given for the action question were way too sizable. I like a lot, a lot of points were being given up for action questions. I don't know. I, f- I feel like action yeah, questions. Yeah, no, I know what you mean because it, it felt like you could really invest in the action questions and just not pay attention to the, you know, the regular questions and it would even out for you. I think it is what it is. I think you got to give those action questions they have to have a little bit more weight to them just because of how time consuming they are and i know in the in the when we're talking about the about section it says 10 points i don't don't know how long that's been updated but they were certainly worth more than 10 points last year Uh, i I completely agree they should be weighted a little heavier but not not too much they shouldn't be like garuda level no you know i think maybe 15 to 20 points i think is the absolute top but again, these are just our suggestions. We love trivia. We're not dogging on trivia. We're just get, we're just no, we're just, yeah. we're, just, we're, just, we're, just, we're just flapping our gums here. Um, and so, how about we talking about the things that we liked? What else? What else did you like about twenty eight trivia twenty eighteen? Uh, I mean, 
I'm trying to recall all the things. Like every year, there's a new website or something that we come across. Oh yeah. That we just can't get away from. And I'm trying to remember what last year's kind of websites were. Where we're just like scrolling, like how do people come up with this stuff, or how do people find this stuff? And, and you know, um, it's it's so funny because we usually do do that, but then like it's almost like on to the next question. So like you sometimes forget right. about. Oh yeah. Oh, I remember I still go to it sometimes. This omfgdogs.com where <laughs> yeah, remember, I remember that? that. If you yes. go to that website right now, it's basically like all these dogs running and like this little like uh, gif little thing and this awesome soundtrack being played. Um, but the, the, it was a great question because if you put the Konami code in, a video pops up um, and starts playing. But like you would have had to know to put the Konami code in to get the video to play. And I thought that was just a funny touch. Yeah. Uh, how that's the like, heck does somebody think of that? <laughs> if you if you right click it and check on the source in the source code, it says something like. Um, it makes it doesn't say the Konami code outright, but it says something about a certain button combination in the source code. Okay. Yeah. And I guess I never looked at that. Yeah, it's pretty. It's amazing. Great website. There's there's plenty of them, but I just specifically remember that that one being great. Um, but now that we talked about some of the awesome things, let's talk about some of the things that left something to be desired. How about the the Rotten Tomato questions? We touched on that a little bit, but I felt like these were about the laziest questions possible. Well, because, I mean, it was just like, oh, this person commented on this Mo- show. Movie Manson. Movie Manson. Yeah. And, if I ever meet Movie Manson. Well, and the thing about it was <laughs> the year before that, it was IMDb. About the forums. So we're talking about Jack Bauer Hour. So we're all gearing ourselves for questions there to be about Jack Bauer. Then every single question was just about another Rotten Tomatoes post. And it's like, you know, when I remember years back, 2010, when there was Kurt Russell Hour, the questions were actually about Kurt Russell and the movies here he was in. Oh, I, th- I loved Kurt Russell. Yeah, because- I did not. I did not expect to like they announced it. We're like, what the heck? But like by the end of it, I'm like, dude, this was awesome. Yeah, because the trivia masters that wrote it clearly went out and found movies that were off the beaten path and asked questions about the movies. So you had to find the movie. And then I, I thought that was just a different way to different, <laughs> different kinds of questions. And I, right. I, I and that's fun. Um, and the Rotten Tomato questions were not fun. And they weren't funny. No. They weren't funny answers. It wasn't enjoyable to do. Every single time we heard Rotten Tomato, everyone groaned. And I'm sure yeah. we I'm weren't sure the only we were team. not the only team. <laughs> well, I know we weren't because I was like cruising Twitter, you know, and everybody's just like, the heck is going on yeah. here? Put, put a little effort into it and That's make fun asking. questions. Not questions that you think are fun. You should be writing questions that the people playing trivia would think are fun. So just just think about that. So, and not just the Rotten Tomatoes one, but the, I wrote this five minutes ago question. Um, I remember them asking about what a certain person, what trivia master, a trivia master wearing a certain shirt. What did it say? Like right. What the person is wearing right now. It's like not fun, not fun at all. (laughs) Yeah. I, for as many in the the great things about trivia, obviously way outweigh the bad. But there's certain like things like that are super frustrating. You're like, what the heck is the point? You know, <laughs> we're just wasting time now. Yeah, and it, and I got another one for me was um, overuse of certain platforms. Like 
um, a lot of questions being asked about um, Kickstarter stuff, or a lot of questions being asked about Reddit. And again, Reddit, if, if, yeah. if it's if it's funny and interesting, cool. There's one about Reddit last year about people, a group of people um, hammering pieces of toast onto trees. That's hilarious. Great, that was, yeah, that, that, that was great. That is a trivia question. That, 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 <laughs> that's that's a fantastic Reddit thing to go on to. Um, it should be funny. Uh, it should be someplace that you would not normally go, but to, to bring me to Reddit to read something that isn't funny or, or not enjoyable for me to go through, like, why? Yeah. Yeah, I, I'm in complete agreement with you. I See, I like the questions, like I kind of alluded to it earlier, that bring you to a website that you'd never end up on any right. other time, that are interesting, that are funny, that are something that, you know, you'd show your friends outside of trivia and be like, hey, look what we came across. Mm-hmm. Um to me, those are the best. Um, or if it's just, you know, a, a hilarious answer, like that toast thing you just mentioned. That's that's hilarious. That That is a trivia question. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm sure sometimes, like, it hits the trivia masters when they're looking. They read something, they're like, oh, yeah, that's it. <laughs> they just know we're oh, going to yeah. like it. Yeah. Uh, so I really, I really hope they keep the mini Gruda over. Really hope that there's a lot of questions with great effort into them. The one other one, well, this is my last one, is not reading thrown out Garudas from the year before. Uh, and the reason why I say that is because there's people playing trivia this year that were trivia masters last year. So you're essentially giving them a freebie, which yeah, I I just. Yeah, I don't like it. I I agree with that because the the sandwich team was John Hanrahan and Sarah Axel playing. So if there's a a thrown out, they said this is a thrown out Garuda, and I just I looked over at you and I'm like, well they're gonna get it because they were trivia masters. So I don't. I'd rather have the. I wrote this question five minutes ago versus thrown out Garudas. Yeah, and I'm not saying I'd like to have that or just saying that's how bad it is. The one thing I wish that they would do, and they've gotten away from it in the last couple of years, is reading some of the funny jammer team names. Yes! I, mean, I feel like in the last couple of years, they haven't really been reading them, so people aren't calling them in as much. I mean, well, I, that's and, half the fun. Yeah. Like, last year, I felt like there was hardly any jamming. I know jamming's quote-unquote against the rules, but I, I mean, we do it for fun. If, yeah. if you're actually doing it to screw over teams, it's different. Yeah, but I think does, most of the time you do it. I don't <laughs> think people are doing it to screw people over we want to laugh we want to have fun we want to make the trivia masters laugh and i know that they were cracking down a little bit last year like it's in it's in the rules i get it but there is also in the this is lawrence video where they interviewed grandmaster trivia uh, grandmaster drew who i thought was one of the best grandmasters in recent history he even said part of the fun is reading jim jam team so if an old grand if an old grandmaster and one that was a really good grandmaster could say that half the fun's reading jam team names. I feel okay saying jamming is part of trivia. Oh, it, it's absolutely part of it. I mean, there are times, like, Garuda's obviously, that, no. there's no time for that right. there. But, like, in a, a regular question, if you want to call in and say, my team's 672 and we're called uh, Rub My Tummy, Make Me Go Home, that's great. That's that's fantastic. <laughs> I mean, trivia is what making people laugh, and I that's that's a lot of the fun for me is hearing the jam team names. Oh, yeah. Absolutely, I agree. So, if you're listening, still, uh, A, you're awesome, and B, 
read off the jammer team names. And, and the other thing too is that they've requested us at times to stop jamming. They say, "Hey, we're running short on people answering the phones, and the smaller teams can't sure. get in. Like, cool it on the jamming. Like, d- that's fine. Like, I feel yeah, like, that's fine. I feel like if teams aren't total jerks, and if they tell them stop jamming as much, like, hey, we get it, everyone jams, but just stop, cool it, cool it a little bit because there's two people answering the phones, like." People I think listening, most teams stop get it. jamming. <laughs> stop yeah, stop I think, jamming. And I think most teams get it. I mean, I think most people on other teams are would be along the same lines as us. From what I can gather, they'd be like, okay, yeah, this is just for fun. We'll let other teams get in. You know, yeah. we'll send a, a phone answer down or two or something. I remember it was either last year or the year before, and jamming has been kind of declining recently. There is, It was alumni hour, and I forget which... Uh, past trivia master is in. She even like made mention like, "Where are the jam team names?" Oh, I'm re- oh, I'm gonna read that jam team name, and like she seemed like excited to read the jam team names. And yeah. I'm like, "Yes, that's what, that's what it's about." Yeah. And usually I preface when I'm on the phone, I'll say, "Hey, I have the answer. I'm jamming. Can I'm, can I can you read my jam team name?" And sometimes I'll just hang up and be like, "No." And I'm like, "Okay." But like I usually yeah. just like I usually just like to tell them straight out I'm jamming and. <laughs> <laughs> are we gonna get? Are we gonna get in trouble? Are the trivia masters gonna listen to this and be like, "Those Iwins are a bunch of cheaters"? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you just wait. Now they're gonna be like, "Well, the Iwins, screw those guys." But you know, we'll we'll change with the times. If we just get majorly cracked down on for jamming, like it was last yeah. year, we didn't really do it last year because. Well, no, because um, they cracked down. Nobody really did it. Yeah, and we we did get our. We I'm just did, saying, I'd prefer if they let it come back. And we got our. We let's be honest. We got our. We got our wrist slapped a little bit, a little early on in the in the trivia contest. I don't know if we want to put this in. We can edit it later if you want to. But we stopped after that. We were just like, okay, no more jamming. We just won't yeah. have fun. But I find, you know what? Like I said, if past grandmasters can say it's it's part of the fun, I think that's okay. Absolutely, absolutely. So. so. What else? What else do we got here? I don't know. I th- I mean, I'm looking forward to 2019. Uh, I really am. I'm, I, yes. I, we're, at the time that this is released, we're two weeks away or a week away. What? Two, what the freaking two weeks? Yeah. Not this weekend, but the weekend after. Yeah. At the time of recording, it's two weeks, but this we will should, come out. We should have this out beforehand, and then so um. Episode number two, we're going to be recapping trivia. Um, right. We'll have it. We'll, we'll hopefully have on whoever the new headmaster is. Um, yeah. And trivia, trivia is just, like I said, it's a homecoming for us. It's a time that we see some people only once a year. We see them again. It's yeah. a lot of fun. I am super excited for trivia. I, yeah, I can't wait. I mean, people that know me, I, I just moved uh, to a, a new place over the summer, uh, away from home. And so I've met a lot of new people and they all know about trivia because I've been <laughs> going on and on about, Hey, in a couple of weeks, you know, I need to be off. I need somebody to cover me because I'm playing this trivia contest. And I talk about it. And, um, you know, obviously when you talk about trivia, people, uh, they look at you like, if they don't know what it is, they're like, this sounds super weird, but usually they're pretty intrigued, you know? <laughs> Yeah, well, ab- absolutely. The thing about it is they're like, you talk about how long it is. They're like, oh, that sounds interesting. Oh, do you guys win anything? I mean, that's like the question I think everyone gets. Do you guys win anything? And you tell them about all the dumb... All the cool things you can win. All the cool, dumb things that we've won throughout the years. And they're like... I'd, and they just kind of have like this 
look on their face like, okay. So. Yeah. So I've told a lot of people, because, you know, I live three hours away now. I've been like, just tune in for a just, little bit of time. Listen. Uh, listen in. And I think you'll find it somewhat interesting. Maybe. Maybe you just have to be a certain kind of personality. I don't know. Um, I think trivia is more fun when you're with more people, to be honest, because then you play off each other. Yeah. Um, uh, and great ideas yeah. get thought of when you're 40 hours in without sleep. Yeah, absolutely. Like, uh, you know, chugging. Uh, what did we do a couple of years ago for Ridley's dad? We were just chugging beer out in the cold. And Nick was standing in front of the <laughs> Iowan flag in his underwear and boots and shotgun a beer. And then spiked it down the floor because we were trying to recruit Ridley's dad to play for us. Yeah. And he was like, oh, it's too cold there. We're like, it's not too cold. Yeah, he's what? He's from like Arizona? Arizona or something, yeah. So shout out to Ridley's dad. All right. And we're going to end each episode with a question. uh, And then we'll follow it up on the following episode with the answer to that question. So it'll give you something to kind of dig your teeth into a little bit. Uh, So this week's question will be... A children's book debuted at the Infant Welfare Circle's Charity Ball. In the book, what was one of the main character's counselor's name and time of appointment? All right, so like I said, we'll have that answer on the next episode, which will uh, include our interview with Miranda. Uh, So make sure to check that out and have fun at trivia, everyone. We'll talk to you after.